When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. In the AM, The Zone. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We are talking about the Wisconsin FFA to kick you off on a Tuesday morning. How are you, everybody? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Youngke. So glad you're leaning in. Our own summer intern, Allison Lund, is going to be covering all the details from the Wisconsin State FFA Convention that officially opens today at the Alliant Energy Center. She was there yesterday as FFA officers started to work on their day of service project. Now, because of continued protocol regarding the pandemic, they're not able to do a lot within the community, but they still are able to help people. Katie Zimmer from the Flambeau FFA will be talking with us on their strategy to still help the community, even at a distance. Well, you may want to keep your distance from the sunshine today. It is going to be a warm one. The warmest day of the week is expected today. Sunshine, 97 degrees. That's our projected high. Tonight will cool down to about 76. Wednesday, some showers in the afternoon, 94. Thursday, sunshine and dry, 84. Friday, sunshine and dry, 80 degrees. So again, if you're going to be doing anything outside today, you're going to need to exercise some caution. We'll talk weather with Stumach, our ag meteorologist. He's just around the corner. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Every time we have a solar system going up in the neighborhood, people are walking by, they're getting their kids out to come look at it. They want to see what, what it is and talk about it and, and understand it. And, and the, the best way to find out if it works is talk to someone who has solar. You probably know someone who's gone solar and, and knows a little bit more. If you have a neighbor that has solar, talk to them. See what they're saying. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Latest crop progress reports show that a lot of the crop is in the ground and looking pretty good, but not everything we produce in Wisconsin comes out of the ground specifically, like cherries, the beautiful cherry trees in Door County. And while Door County is the uh, place where the cherries grow in Wisconsin, they're enjoyed all over the state. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn and cherry pie, cherry ice cream, oh, cherry cobbler. Stephanie, stop me when we get to too many. Well, Bob, you forgot old fashions. That's where I enjoy my Wisconsin tart cherries. And That's so not far, a bad one either. <laughs> and so far, so good is your answer to how that crop is doing. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Bob, what I didn't know before this interview is that Wisconsin ranks number five in the nation for cherry production, and a lot of that production happens on the Door County Peninsula. And that's where you're going to find Lautenbach's Orchard in the town of Fish Creek. Carrie Lautenbach Visti is the co-owner of that orchard. They've got about 100 acres along Highway 42. 60 of those acres are cherries. 
tart cherries being their number one variety. Carrie gives us an update on how that cherry crop is looking so far this season. Well, um, we had our bloom, which took place around the 15th, 20th of May, which is pretty average for us. Um, We had anticipated that it was going to be much later this year due to the cold, rainy spring that we had. And then just like that, we had a week of 70-degree warm, dry weather, and the blossoms literally popped out overnight. Um, We had some great weather during blossom time, Um, so we pretty much are done with blossom. I would say the majority of them um, or the last of them fell off probably, oh, about five, four or five days ago. Um, so now you're starting to see the teeny weeny little green, um, pips starting to form there inside and, um, it's looking pretty good so far. Does that heat wave and quick bloom have any long-term implications for the crop? It shouldn't have any long-term implications um, as long as we don't get um, any kind of a late frost, which at this point we should be fairly safe. Um, looks like the you know weather coming up seems to be pretty consistent with June. Um, and as long as um, we continue to have nice weather and um, not too much stormy weather, which we definitely had a lot more stormy weather, it seems like, than we've had in the past. So hopefully that trend doesn't continue once we start getting cherries developing so we don't have a lot of damage there. On the topic of frost, right, Mm -hmm. some parts of the state did have a frost advisory at the end of May. Was that something that was in your area or something that you guys had to watch out for? It was not. Um, We did see that there were some frost advisories kind of around us and a little bit farther north. We're pretty fortunate being right there on the peninsula surrounded by water that um, we did have a lot of wind, which always helps um, keep that frost from sitting on the trees and causing too much damage. Any pests or diseases that you guys keep an eye out for this time of year? Plum curculio is going to be starting or something that we look for this time of the year in the cherries. So it's an insect that I guess can affect the quality of the fruit. So that's something we look out for that we might see signs of. And we work work pretty closely with, um, we have the Peninsular Egg Research Station, which is part of UW-Madison. And they have scouts throughout the county that kind of monitor that and kind of let us know when when we should be looking for that and if there's been any pests or anything that um, we should be watching for and applying pesticides for. Carrie, do you guys do any uh, pruning this time of year of the trees? Um, We're pretty much done with pruning. Most of the pruning takes place um, either over the winter months or early, early spring. Cherries we don't necessarily do every year. It's kind of as needed every other year, every other other year. Um, grapes, definitely, we have to. We do grow grapes as well as apples. Um, and the grapes, we do have to prune um, every year. Um, but those are looking great this year, too. So. so what's the next stage for cherries? They're done blossoming, and now you're seeing the tiny green cherries called pips. What's next? So the next stage would be watching for June drop. So it's kind of a way of selective um, thinning um, that nature kind of does on its own. So it's called a June drop where if there's too much fruit on a tree, 
it'll actually drop some of the green cherries to the ground so that there's not as much fruit so that the tree can handle um, all the fruit. And I don't know if, like, weather conditions, if, like, drought or dryness maybe tends to cause that to happen more. Or I know we have to also look out for, like, if we had a really um, dry fall when the trees start going into dormancy, um, I know that sometimes can affect, like, the quality of the crop the next year. So... How is water management on in the orchard? Are you irrigating? We don't do a ton of irrigation. Um, we do try, we do grow sweet cherries as well. And um, especially if we plant young trees, we try to keep those irrigated as much as possible. Um, but we kind of pray for rain at the right times. And occasionally we do have to go out and water. Um, you know, if we're concerned about a crop, like let's say if the sweet cherries are just about ready to be harvested. We try to keep those watered and kind of keep them healthy until we can get them off the trees. Let's fast forward to the harvest. When does that happen and where do your cherries go? So we have a um, large farm market that we sell a lot of local products um, as well as our own fresh pressed juice, um, fresh cherries during the season. We make cherry wine. We're also a winery um, and cider mill. So we do have some wines and hard ciders made with our cherries um, and other fruits. But um, we are kind of looking at about because mid-May is kind of when the um, cherries bloomed or were kind of at peak. We're looking at about mid-July. Usually it's about 60 days from um, peak blossom time to harvest time or at least the start of harvest time. So we're looking at about around mid-May, maybe around the, or sorry, mid-July, maybe around the 20th of July to start our harvest, possibly a little bit earlier. The sweets um, come out a little bit earlier. They're about a week ahead bloom time and about a week ahead um, for harvest. And so we offer fresh um, picked sweet cherries as well as tart cherries. And then we also offer pick-your-own tart cherries during the season. And typically we say, like, the be best time to come would be the end of July. Um, that's kind of the peak of the season, even if it's a little bit early, even if it's a little bit late. That's kind of the best time to plan on, you know, hopefully finding some pick-your-own cherries left, as well as maybe even a few sweet cherries that would be available for purchase. Um, and that kind of runs into early August. Again, if it's late, mid-August, but typically early August, you know, while supplies last. And they can always check out our website, orchardcountry.com, or our Facebook page to kind of get updates on the harvest forecast. We do offer guided tours. Um, we take you out to the orchard and vineyard and back into the production area, and that happens during the season. Um, we just started Memorial Day weekend, and we'll be running those pretty much daily except for Sundays. Um hopefully through mid-October. And there you have it from Carrie Lautenbach-Visti, co-owner of Lautenbach's Orchard Country in Door County. Not only with the good news on the cherry crop so far this year, but the best time to come to the area for the cherry experience. And with increased interest in agritourism, you might want to make those plans now. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hawk. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile. 
Chunk Gill, and from the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their Proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. You can rely on Blaine's Farm and Fleet for the best prices on products that deliver, like Rust-Oleum paint. Right now, bonus cans of black or white Stops Rust Rust-Oleum paint, now $4.99. Take $20 off a job site backpack from Milwaukee. It's water-resistant and has a pocket for your laptop. On sale, $69.99. Get the job done right with Steelworks Welding Stock, now 10% off. Plus, check out these great doorbuster deals. Men's Lee Extreme Motion Shorts on sale $29.99. Also available in big sizes. Men's Work and Sport Heavyweight Pocket T-Shirts just $12.99. Also available in big and tall sizes. Pick up Frontline Plus for dogs or cats. Rewards members take $3 off. Take $2 off Farm and Fleet 40-pound bags of original cat food. And pick up a Milwaukee M18 Compact Brushless Drill Driver Impact Combo Kit. On sale, $179. For superior products, trust the experts at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Our courteous and talented installation team will make your project worry-free. Whether it's a new entry door, creating that perfect statement for the front of your home, or a clean new patio door that doesn't require Herculean strength to open. No matter the task... Our employees will do what it takes to earn your satisfaction. Call me today or visit windowworldmadison.com. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, some crazy weather moved through a lot of the state of Wisconsin overnight, bringing heavy rain, down trees, even some roofs taken off. We are talking about it with Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, this morning, and reminding you, get involved. Give us your rainfall reports. Let us know what was going on in your backyard. That number, the talk text line, 877 877- 301 farm 877-301-3276. Uh, Tommy from up by Stockbridge said they had eight tenths of an inch of rain that occurred uh, overnight. What else am I looking at here? Uh, Kirby, 1.45 inches of rain by La Crescent. A uh, quarter of an inch yesterday, Dennis from North Beaver, North Dodge County. Trying to see. Sorry, I can't go faster with my cell phone. Uh, Linda from Reeseville, about four-tenths of an inch of rain. No hail, but uh, she said Watertown had hail the size of a pea. Jefferson hail, golf ball size. What have you been hearing, Stu? Well, I had Fond du Lac at 35 hundredths of an inch of rain at the airport. My little rain gauge here closer to Eden, 55 hundredths of an inch. Mauston at 48 hundredths of an inch. And La Crosse at the airport, two and nine one-hundredths of an inch. Wow. Wow. So I didn't obviously I didn't look at my rain gauge this morning before I headed out, but it it really did pack quite a punch in a lot of areas. It, it packed a lot of punch, especially in the west, and of course we're going to see some chance of that trying to build back in. Uh, the big news is the heat advisory for a good part of eastern and southern Wisconsin. The heat advisory kicks in at 11 a.m. this morning and runs till 8 p.m. Wednesday. For La Crosse and Most in western Wisconsin, that heat advisory today from 11 till 8. How does that work? What's going on? 
There's a warm front pushing up out of the south, heading right up towards southern Wisconsin, anchored back to low pressure in the Dakotas. That's where there's rain in the Dakotas, far west and very far northwest Minnesota. Now that warm front moves in bringing in that heat and stickiness and everything that screams summertime weather today. But the cool then tries to edge in from the west. In the west, Lacrosse, Boston, you have a small chance of a shower or storm that could build in yet later tonight, just into early Wednesday. The rest of us don't really see that rain chance till Wednesday night, and I'd expect in the west, Lacrosse and Boston could talk uh, even up to a half or three quarters of an inch of rain late tonight, early tomorrow, and another round of something in that range up to a half inch or three quarters Wednesday night. The cool front finally pulls through. You know, it starts to affect western Wisconsin tonight, will not pull through southeast Wisconsin until Wednesday night, so it moves really slowly through the state, keeping that heat and humidity in the east and that chance of showers and storms, and then we dry it out. Not that we cool down. Don't think there's great things going to happen with a cool front. In fact, temperatures may only cool back just into the upper 70s here as we start the weekend and stay warmer right on into early next week. I expect it to be a lot drier as we look toward the end of this week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday should be stay pretty well dry and very warm indeed. With some rain, of course, that means some pretty good growing weather is going to be in store. I'll have forecast details right after this. When hot weather strikes, cattle are stressed. Feed intake decreases and milk production drops. Summer heat may also impact the performance of your herd's reproductive program. Protect your bottom line this summer. Add BioVet's Bovine Gold Light to the TMR and keep your livestock hydrated, milk production up, and breeding program in check. Add Bovine Gold Light to your operation today. Find BioVet online at bio-vet.com. Bio-vet.com. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Well, so I'm going to assume it's going to get better today. I mean, yes, the heat is definitely going to be an issue, but sounds like the week gets better as we go on. Well, slowly and surely later this week, definitely Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, looking like a million dollars. Today, a little patchy fog in the east, some morning clouds all going to make way for a sunny, hot day with the heat advisory in effect from 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. in western Wisconsin, in effect until 8 p.m. tomorrow in eastern and southern Wisconsin. Temps today, mid and upper 90s. Heat index values, heat and humidity added up somewhere up near 104, maybe 107 in western Wisconsin. South winds 10 to 15, will gust near 25. Overnight, partly cloudy, although that chance of a shower or thunderstorm building in over at La Crosse and Mauston. Low 70s overnight, south winds 5 to 15. The rain chance ends early Wednesday, back to mostly sunny and still warm. Low 90s in the south and east, upper 80s at La Crosse and Mauston. South winds 5 to 15, gusting to 30. Wednesday night, showers could be some thunderstorms around through the nighttime. So as we head toward Thursday, we look for more sunny skies. Mid-80s for highs, still above normal. And the west winds gusting up near 20 and 30 miles per hour. It does stay breezy, Pam, at least. 
So even with temps way in the upper 90s today and not far below that Wednesday or Thursday, there should be a breeze to help a little bit. Well, is it going to be like one of those breeze in front of a blast iron, uh, blast fire? Probably will feel that way, but it's a breeze. <laughs> if you spray water on yourself, that, you'll feel it. That's right. That's right. Good deal. All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow and see how ma- how you manage through, okay? All right. Keep cool. Yep. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, with your Ag Weather Update. And he, like he said, you are going to have to exercise caution for yourself. And, of course, make sure that you're monitoring animals, especially those animals that are overweight, very young, very old, dark-colored, have long or thick coats. And if you've got dogs, flat-faced dogs, particularly hard to manage in the heat. Take care of them. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You don't get to be the league's all-time leading rusher without feeling some pain. Pro football legend Emmett Smith knows joint pain, and he also knows the old treatments aren't the only treatments. Today, there's a natural alternative to drugs and surgery. It's Biologic Therapies from QC Kinetics. I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. Do you have pain in your hips, knees, shoulder, lower back? Want to get your life back? The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics can help. Call to learn more about this exciting natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Don't put it off. Call QC Kinetics. Restorative regenerative solutions with no downtime and lasting results. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608-319-1750. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, where we know real life often falls outside the lines. So our bankers innovate to create non-traditional solutions. When you work with us, you're likely to find an immediate solution or plan for achieving your goals. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Linda comes over and she says that interior designer of yours must have cost you a fortune. My designer came free when I got my furniture at Lazy Boy, but I'm not telling Linda. Oh yes, I say, an absolute fortune, but worth every penny. Absolutely anyone can afford a professional and degree designer. Just shop at Lazy Boy. Next thing I know, Linda is blabbing it all over town. And I'm glad. Now everyone will know that I have a fancy interior designer. But what they don't know is I didn't have to pay more for it. That's fine. You keep talking, Linda. Wait till I tell everyone your secret homemade cookie recipe is really from the internet. And nobody has to know that my personal interior designer was absolutely free when I got this great furniture from Lazy Boy. It's not a secret. Pro interior design is free. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy home furnishings and decor. Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? 
One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Love the look by creating your floors with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. At Rebath, they believe everyone should have a bathroom they love. That's why they do it all. From fresh tub and shower updates to smart, safe aging and accessibility solutions. Plus, complete bathroom remodels. Rebath's process includes design guidance, quality products and professional installation. Best of all, they'll be in and out in just a few days. And you'll have a brand new bathroom that you'll love for years to come. Visit their showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com for a no-pressure consultation. All right, so Rowdy, Juwan Winfrey. Hey, listen, guys, what? I get it. So <laughs> I'm not up on all my hairstyles here, but <laughs> clearly he's got dreads. Yeah. But you know great. when you know when you have like a, a mullet and there's no top, it's, it's the skull. Skullet, yeah. If this goes back much further, whatever the dreads with nothing on top is. He's getting yeah, close to that. Maybe that's the new look, you know, the skullet. Did Kimbo, uh, Kimbo Slice, did he have kind of a haircut like that? Uh, all right, another guy, R.I.P. <laughs> Didn't Kimbo Slice have this, like, a skullet thing rocking? Yeah, like, he kind of did at the end. Yeah, I mean, he was, and listen, you were never going to tell Kimbo Slice that his haircut was bad. You weren't going to look him, Kimbo Slice square in the face and say, hey, dude, do you, do you need to do something about that? No, no, no. Trunk go hard like Kimbo Slice, dude. All right, Rowdy, but Juan Winfrey. Man. Jawan Winfrey. Except for when he fought Dada 5,000. 3,000? 5,000. No one went hard in that one, but they almost both had heart attacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about... Who had they Kim- went hard for 10 seconds. Who had Kimbo Slice on their bingo card today? All right, Jawan Winfrey. Dada 5,000. <laughs> what is it, 3,000 or 5? I Whatever. think it's 5. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to Google it. Dada, Dada 5,000 heart attacks. It is 5. Well done, Rowdy. It is 5,000. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm sorry I didn't mean to shortchange those 2,000s there, buddy. 2000 there. Uh, Jawan Winfrey, though, says despite losing Devontae Adams, convinced that there'll still be a one strong offense in the NFL. You know, being here, being here for this is going to be my third year, you know, um, there's a reason why this, this team wins every year. You know, it's the culture, it's the standard that's set. No matter who's out there, you know, if Tay's not out there, the game's not going to be a fall off. You don't ever see the game just because Devontae's out there fall off like that, you know, because it's the standard, it's the quality of play that has been set here. And, you know, we, we look at it and we get taught every single day how we should play this game and how a Green Bay Packer plays at wide receiver. So I feel like. You know, just having that standard, this leadership with Cobb and, you know, being here behind these guys, I think that is going to um, help drive this one. Did he just 
Tab Cobb is like the guy. Yeah, I think he kind of did there. But okay, so I just laid out like kind of worst case scenario. What ifs with the receiving core? Yeah. But what I actually think would happen is I still think Randall Cobb will be a guy that's dinged up pretty much throughout the season. I mean, he's been that the way tr- the last the tr- six years. Track record, right? I do think Sammy Watkins does have a bit of a bounce back. Though. Well, he's been a guy that's banged up too, but I'm a, I'm a, I, I think lo- I like Sammy Watkins. I think he has a bit of a bounce back and they squeeze the last little bit of juice that there is in that fruit. And then on top of it, I would say looking at the rookie wide receivers, Alan Lazard's going to be the constant for me. I think he's the best wide receiver in the room. But looking at the rookie wide receivers, I think you're going to see flashes for Christian Watson, but he'll also be the most frustrating wide receiver. Dubs going to be a breakout. Can I say that? Well, I that's what I, me and Ben were talking. I think Romeo Dubs will be better than Christian Watson week one. Yeah, you said that yesterday, two days ago. And... I think Christian Watson will be the most frustrating wide receiver because he's going to have the highest expectations. He's going to have the speed. He's going to have the size, but he's also going to bring the drops. And it'll be like he'll make a really nice play here. Was it a ping pong hand? Who said that? Was a Heilprin say that ping pong hand? Yeah, I think it was. was that a, someone said ping pong hand. But I think he's a guy that's going to make like an incredible play, and you're going to get really high on him. And then all of a sudden come back with like two straight really bad drops and everyone's going to be like pissed off. Like I think that's kind of going to be his rookie such as, year. Such as life as, think, a, as a sports fan. I think dubs will be more consistent. But obviously when you look at the two and their ceilings, just based on size, speed and attributes, Christian Watson probably doesn't probably has the higher ceiling. But I think dubs will be more consi- yeah. consistent first year. And then he got a lot of. Who the hell is going to fill in after those first four or five guys? A lot it's, of potential for guys to step up. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of guys that are probably pretty low on a lot of other receiving rooms, like your but Malik Aaron, Taylors Aaron of the world, Aaron Rodgers of the world. Rodgers makes the wide receiver. Jawan Winfrey, who Aaron Rodgers supposedly likes. We always forget about Amari Rodgers, too. I don't think we ever bring him up. I think there's a reason for that right now. But he's in the best shape of his life. Said the wide receivers coach. And he's one of the only guys that's still going to be under contract moving forward after this season because yeah. if you look at it randall cobbs in his last year mm-hmm. sammy watkins is on a one-year deal mm-hmm. you have well alan lazard has not signed his tendered contract but is currently on a one-year deal yep and then you have the Jawan winfrey's the malik taylor's and some of those guys that are the like end of the roster they're all on their restricted free agent seasons and then it's all the rookies and amari rogers yep all right there it goes there's the weapons A.J. Dillon, run the ball. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, obviously, some folks are going to be cleaning up after the storm that rolled through Wisconsin yesterday, but you have to be careful if you're going to be outside and obviously take care of your animals. We've got dangerously hot conditions coming our way today. Sunshine, and we're expected to touch out around 97 degrees. Tonight, down to 76. More heat in the forecast on Wednesday. Partly sunny skies, 94 are expected high tomorrow, with a good 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms reappearing tomorrow evening. Pam Yankee, glad you're along with us. Uh, Don't forget, John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, will be along with us as well. Today is also the beginning of the Wisconsin State FFA Convention, the 93rd annual. Our summer intern, Allison Lund, is going to be covering it for us all week long. She brings us an update on one of the uh, dedicated service programs that the FFA is overseeing. It's underway as well. So, 
Uh, today is, let's see, the 14th day of June, Flag Day, as a matter of fact. Happy Flag Day. On this day in 1982, the Falkland War ends. How long was it? Not very. 74 days of fighting. British troops captured the capital of Stanley, and that made the Argentinian forces surrender and return the island to British control. I remember when that was going on. I graduated from high school in 82, and uh, I remember they said it was basically uh, a lump of ground with a lot of sheep. Not a whole lot to fight for, but they did nonetheless. The Falkland War ended on this day back in 1982 couple of happy birthdays this morning. Happy birthday to former President Donald Trump. He is 76. Also, happy b- birthday to former German tennis player Steffi Graf. And uh, I don't know what we'd call him, boy band leader, Boy George, celebrating his birthday today as well. And now you know. As I mentioned, the 93rd Wisconsin State FFA Convention will officially commence today at the Alliant Energy Center. Our own Allison Lund was there yesterday to catch up on some of the service projects that FFA members will undertake. I spoke with Wisconsin State FFA Vice President Katie Zimmer, and she outlines what this year's service project will look like. Last year, they were unable to hold a traditional day of service activity like we had in the past. So they had a food drive last year, and this year we were trying to get back to our normal activities of going out in the community during the day and then having the rally to fight hunger at night. But due to COVID issues and also some supply chain issues, we weren't able to have those activities again. So I came to the conclusion that we'd hold a drive again but I didn't want to do food so we looked in the community to see what they needed and the Salvation Army and Goodman Community Center that we reached out to were looking for hygiene items and activity items for kids to play with during the summer so that's how I came up with the summer essentials drive so things everyone will need during the summer. So this will be your second year holding a drive what was the response like for the food drive last year do you know like numbers on that how that turned out? I don't know exactly how it turned out because it was something newer. Uh, People hadn't been used to having a drive in recent years, but I know that they were able to donate a substantial amount of food to Second Harvest Food Bank last year, but I don't know any specifics. So looking forward to this convention, do you have any specific goal for the hygiene and summer needs drive, or what are you looking to accomplish with it? Uh, For the Summer Essentials Drive, I'm hoping to uh, reach 500 items. So just a basic goal. I don't want to reach too high, but I wanted to set the bar somewhere that hopefully our FFA members are able to bring as many items and reach that goal for us. 500 certainly is a really good goal to shoot for. Now, if people are wanting to donate, uh, how should they package those items? Where should they drop them off? Who can all participate? Anyone that comes to convention can bring in items to donate. Uh, Just bring in the items in maybe a plastic bag, something that you can carry. And we will have boxes in the main hallway um, that signify hygiene items and activity items in our little service project area. Um, So they can just drop off the individual items into the boxes and then they're good to go. Well, it's certainly an awesome way to give back, although we can't hold something physical this year, but this will be a great way to give back to the Madison and Dane County communities. Now, service is one of the key pillars of FFA, so how important was it to you to make sure you had a solid service project for convention this year? 
Uh, because living to serve is one of the four parts of the FFA motto, I really thought it was important because when I first came to convention when I was younger, my favorite part was the day of service activities. So it was just something that I really felt was important because it really is a good way to kick off convention and to just feel good that you're doing something great for the people in the community, but then you get to have fun at convention as well. So it was really important that we had some sort of service project so members could still have that satisfaction as well. It sounds like this is really a core value for you, too. Are there other ways that you're hoping to give back during this convention personally? Um, right now, it's just focusing on the members, giving back to them, making them feel very appreciated when they get their awards, just talking to them in the hallways, things like that, just being there for them and being able to say, hey, you're doing a good job today, or thank you. It's just one of those ways during convention that I can give back to them through serving them. Well, Katie, it sounds like you've really got some great goals for this year's state FFA convention. Is there anything else I'm missing or anything else you'd like to share? Um, when the students also bring their items, they're able to write down their chapter name and how many items they brought. So that would kind of give us a good um, idea of how many items we'll have all together. And then also to see other chapters that come can see the other chapters that have made an impact as well. Katie Zimmer, Wisconsin State FFA Vice President with a look at the State FFA Convention Service Project. Remember, donations can be made through the entire convention, which goes through Thursday, June 16th. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund. As a proud supporter of the dairy industry, Compure Financial sends a special thank you to dairy producers during June Dairy Month. Compure recognizes the dedication it takes to produce safe and nutritious dairy products for our nation and world and is grateful to all the hardworking farmers and their families. Give your local Compure team a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compure.com for your lending and other financial needs. Compure Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Well, the state's farmers have basically wrapped up all of their planting chores. According to the Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service, as of Sunday, 94% of our corn was planted, 93% of our soybeans were in the ground. Both crops look to be off to a very good start. Corn rating is at 85% good to excellent, and soybeans rated 83% good to excellent. Still keeping an eye on our potato crop, though. 96% of the spuds are in the ground, but that's three weeks behind last year and one week behind our five-year average. The potato conditions report was at 94% good to excellent, but that's down one percentage point in just a week's time. As far as some of our other crops, 47% of our winter wheat is headed out. That's a little bit behind both our year-ago figures and our five-year average. Uh, Right now, the winter wheat conditions rated 86% good to excellent. So again, like I said, a lot of things coming along nicely as far as our field crops are concerned. Boy, yesterday in Chicago was a bit of a nightmare. Dow Jones Industrial Average fell apart and our commodities followed suit. Uh, We're trying to turn it around this morning. Dow Jones Industrial Average is now up more than 100 points. December corn, though, is still down 3.5 at 718. November soybeans, they're up a nickel right now at 1538. July wheat's down 15 cents at 1056. 
Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped two and a quarter cents to two twenty-two. Forty-pound black cheese was down three and three quarter cents at two twenty-one and three quarters. Double A butter down four and a half at two ninety-three a pound. The July milk is still down a penny, twenty-four forty-two. August milk that's up a penny, twenty-four fifty-two a hundred weight. Hey, I just want to remind you again. Saturday is the big day. The Wisconsin Cattlemen have their summer tour. Going to be happening in western Wisconsin this year, right around the Woodville area to begin, then up uh, more towards uh, Clear Lake, and then they'll be back down in Menominee for their annual awards banquet. You can still register. Just go to wisconsincattlemen.com, check their events tab, and plan on joining them for their summer tour that's coming up this Saturday in western Wisconsin. Well, coming up next, our man, John Heinberg. Market Advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. We'll find out what he sees developing in the marketplace. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Sometimes it's nice to let the kids have their own space downstairs. It's also pretty awesome to expand that basement into usable living space or entertainment area. Actuate Improvement will transform your basement into a livable area everyone can enjoy. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. When they love you enough to tell you you need a breath mint, that's family. At Mad City Moving, we're locally owned and family run. We're not afraid to tell each other the truth and make sure every job is done right. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the family knows best move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. Huh. Nice. Hardwood floor. Where is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Thanks again to all you talk text line users. I appreciate your update. Uh, The latest, uh, nine-tenths of an inch of rain in Roxbury that came through real fast. Daniel by Fox Lake, three-tenths of an inch of rain. So we've really had some uh, widespread variations on what people experienced. Uh, A lot of downed trees in the Madison area, a lot of rain, uh, big-time hail in some areas as well. Remember that talk text line that you can use anytime, 
877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Joining us this morning, our man John Heinberg, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. You know, uh, that that rain and wind and uh, business that came through is one part of the story. But boy, today it's all about the heat, John. And I've got to believe that's part of the conversation in the markets. Yeah, it has been. And we're watching this heat wave that's coming through this ridge that's supposedly starting to develop here. And, you know, it's amazing how quickly that heat can just pour into the center of the country. We're already seeing record highs in the southern parts of the growing corn belt yesterday. Those heat indices and those high temperatures are going to continue today. And obviously that's going to have impact on you know, where the crops could be, uh, looking at the evaporation rates, things of that nature. There's plenty of moisture, it seems like, for most people right now to kind of get through a little bit. The question is, how long does this stick around? And obviously, I'm looking at 6 to 10 day, 8 to 14 day forecasts, and those higher temperatures or above normal temperatures are, you know, still kind of on the radar. So, I mean, the crop needed a little heat, but the question is, how long and, and how intense is it going to be over the next couple of weeks? Curious if this is having an impact on our wheat ratings or what traders are talking about relative to wheat. You know, the wheat market so much is, is starting to get into the harvest mode, at least in the winter wheat side of it. So crop conditions haven't moved a whole lot in that area. Uh, so basically, that's been a little bit more on the flatter side. Obviously, the focus is going to be on the corn and the soybeans. You know, we got our first ratings uh, for soybeans yesterday, our second rating for corn. It's a good start, 72% good to excellent on corn, you know, better than it was last year at this time window. Same thing with soybeans at 70% good to excellent. But again, obviously, we have a younger crop that can very quickly get stressed if we do see strong evaporation and the moisture just doesn't come through you know that the rains that came through yesterday were very isolated and you know those who were under it if they weren't dealing with the severe weather got some very beneficial moisture uh, those who didn't you know basically they're going to see that stress kick in very quickly especially if things stay on the hotter side over the next handful of days right you know and we talk about the weather and obviously that's something we all experience and want to talk about we also have to talk about what was going on in the marketplace yesterday you've talked uh, almost every time we visit john about the volatility that farmers are going to have to get used to everybody had to swallow volatility yesterday dow jones industrial average takes a nosedive and drew a lot of commodities down with it uh explain what news items are really the focal point on wall street yeah, the equity market has definitely been the focus, you know, since we had that inflation data come out on Friday and that print was extremely heavy, 8.6% on that course inflation rate, you know, the highest rate for in almost 40 plus years in that window. So again, the market's extremely concerned about what's happening in terms of the economy in that regard. We do have the Fed meeting this week, so they're going to be looking at a movement on the interest rates. The question in the market's place right now is how much, you know, you got two different schools of thought. Some people just call them to continue a slow, steady pace. Some people want them to be more aggressive. That uncertainty is what brings selling pressure into the marketplace. So that's what we saw yesterday is we basically saw the equity markets put in new lows for the year and an aggressive selling day. You know, that's something that makes me very cautious across the board here. If, you know, if we do start seeing some economic conditions that really start affecting things, like we saw in 2008, you know, we grain prices at these levels, regardless of the fundamentals, won't stay here. And same thing goes for the other commodities as well, because you're going to see the money move out of markets in general general as a risk-off type trade. So we got a little bit of a taste of that, especially in the soybean market yesterday. You know, corn and wheat actually hung in there pretty well for the most part, but you saw some of those higher flyer markets like crude oil, soybean, soybean oil. You know, those took some pretty good hits yesterday just because of that risk-off mentality that came across the marketplace in general. Mm. It is hard to get a, a pulse on where we are going and how. So 
maybe better explain or help us understand where money moves, John, when stuff like this starts happening. Usually, you know, commodities used to be considered kind of safe haven when stuff goes crazy on Wall Street. And realistically, you know, too, in an inflationary environment, the commodity sector like it should be very well supported. But but when we get into these, the newer day of trade that we have here, when you got the computers doing the trading or the algorithm traders just kicking in and moving these markets around, sometimes they'll take money out of the things that are doing well to help pay for losses in other markets to keep their portfolios balanced. And so when we see those certain risk off trades, that's kind of what we're seeing there is just basically money moving to the sidelines to kind of cover the impacts of other markets. One other factor we do also watch, too, is the volatility index, or you've heard the term the VIX out there. When that number gets up over that 30 window, that turns into a bit of a sell mode in terms of the markets in general. And yesterday, the VIX pushed all the way up to 34th and almost to 35 yesterday. So again, just showing that volatility was extremely high. And when that happens, you see this risk come off in terms of the markets in general, and that money moves out into the sidelines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they said this is kind of the signal that uh, we're now entering a bear market catchy is how, how how long do we expect it to last and that's going to be all dictated on terms of how things handle on the inflation side, where we are in terms of economy. Are we moving into a recessionary type environment? You know, those things are, again, very concerning to me. And so one thing, again, for producers, make sure you're staying on top of things here in terms of these agricultural prices, especially in the grain markets. There's still great value out there. You know, make sure you're looking at the calendar, where you are on sales, you know, locking in some sales in this window probably is still a good strategy. You can always find ways to keep that upside available to you. But definitely make sure you understand that doing nothing right now could be almost as painful uh, as, you know, yeah. just as this market really were to tumble and roll over. Oh, yike. I get you. I get you. John, remind them how they can get a hold of you, because people obviously need to have uh, individualized conversations with you on their situation. Sure. Love to chat with them anytime. Feel free to give me a call. 800-334-9779. Shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. And again, don't forget about our website, totalfarmmarketing.com. A lot of great information for producers out there. All right, buddy. Well, we'll see. Stay, stay cool this week and we'll uh, see what we have to talk about next week. Okay. Sounds good. Stay cool. Stay safe, everybody. All right, John. John Heinberg joining us live this morning from West Bend. Again, he is one of the staff members with TotalFarmMarketing.com, an excellent resource if you're trying to find your way as far as these commodity prices or even the energy prices. Remember that. Uh, they traditionally say now is the time when you want to try to lock in your winter needs as far as heating is concerned and lay in that diesel price as far as the fall harvest. And believe you me, I'm with you. I do not like the prices that we're dealing with, but like John said, uh, could they get worse? Could they beat you up even more? Give John a call, and uh, he'll let you know what he thinks. All right, we are going to have more FFA coverage from the 93rd State Convention that officially begins today at the Alliant Energy Center. As always, we'll be posting pictures, giving you updates from the event. You can follow Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. And please remember to use our talk text line and let me know about weather in your area, 877 877- 301 farm that's 877 301 3276 take care of yourselves this is the